Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illich, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZL Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. It's a man out! A man out! And welcome to another episode of the Movie Madhouse. I'm Rob. I'm Jason. And I'm hungover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for Mike to get here, but all I got was you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said I had a had a very important meeting with my doctor last night. Doctor? Dr. Jack Daniels. Ah, yes. Uh, Dr. Daniels. I've yeah, so it was a long and lengthy uh, consultation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what was the prognosis? It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> or good. All depends on your outlook. It was bad. So by the end of the night, it was good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I said, by the time the sun came up, Everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sun casts a whole new light on oh, it. Oh, it does. Well, it's, it brings a lot of pain with it, too. Yeah. Not then. Were you like, now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> what is that light in this guy? Oh, it's just like, we're just hanging around the bonfire, and I look, look up and went, damn, it's getting bright out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you like those nights? Oh. Must be aliens because it can't be daytime yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been a while, but I, those those nights, I tell you. Just, oh, that's what the thing. The hell? <laughs> they said, we just everybody got in there and they were having a good time and completely lost track of everything. Those are the best times. And just like, oh, 
Look at that. <laughs> now, now, being outside around a bonfire, that's that's one thing. It, it's happened to me where we're inside, and you know, we'll go up for the night, and then we'll come back to somebody's house and just hanging in the basement or whatever. And then, yeah, okay, time to go. Go get in the car. Um, the sun's coming up. <laughs> that's, that's a bright light over there on the horizon. When I, when I got here, it was over there. <laughs> now it's over here. This yeah. is some bullshit going on here. Yes. <laughs> Well, at least you got your prognosis. Uh, well, yeah, that and 600 milligrams of ibuprofen. I should be able to get through the rest of the show. The rest of the day, rehab. Oh, yeah. yeah. It said, <laughs> so I was laying laying down before it came over, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I got to record. <laughs> and, I, and I opened up my phone and went, God damn it, I got to record sooner than I thought. So. <laughs> So this is the whole point where I will never drink again until the next time I do. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Good man. Yeah. I ain't no quitter. <laughs> yeah, rehab is for quitters. That's, That's right. right. So I'm not doing it again soon. <laughs> Body won't let you. Oh, no, probably not. I said, it'll couple. Your hand will revolt. You'll have it in there. And you say, oh. It's like that, uh, was it, airplane? Uh, uh, Ted, he's got that drinking problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Splash. <laughs> Everyone has on his forehead. <laughs> Poor Mike can't get a drink in. Body's not ready. <laughs> oh, wow. They said it was, went to uh, a friend's festival mm-hmm. that they, they, they put on a uh, an annual festival. And I just went in for the last night. They have uh, bands come in. And last night was uh, Ginger Doss and Linda Millard from uh, Texas. They're, wow. They uh, each each one they do their own thing, but collectively they're known as Velvet Hammer. Okay, and they are they just came up for a quick Canadian tour. They hit a handful of dates. Last night, I believe, was the last one in Canada for the year. So. Nice. What? All right, I'll go up there. I said I found myself a nice table and obviously a nice bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said, proceeded to drink the night away. And then after that, I said there was a big bonfire down down by the creek that they had there. So fun and frivolity was had by all. Very cool. Yep. So you kind of reminded me with Velvet Hammer. Did you see the thing I put on Facebook? It says that Thor throws his hammer, it's for justice. Yeah. I throw a hammer, it's anger management issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a double standard. Well, it's just Some people just don't have a sense of humor about that no kind of kidding. thing. And you go to Jay's place of work, you got a whole row. Mm-hmm. You can get all kinds of throwing practice oh. in. Believe me, and I've thought about <laughs> some days. There's been many times I went, that could be a weapon. That could be a weapon. Well, <laughs> you work in a place with nothing but weapons. Yep. So, <laughs> Jay's going, I've showed you 85 humidifiers. Let's go to the hammers first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you something. I don't need a hammer. Yes. Want to see how sharp this saw blade is? You don't need it, but I need it. <laughs> Uh, they prohibit me from pummeling with my bare hands anymore, so uh, I need a weapon. Yeah. Well, they got they got gloves, they put gloves on. That's true. Not bare hands. Yeah, but you got to see some of the hammers so ergonomic and whatnot. Like <laughs> well, half the power still get like, half a power in a swing. You got still getting full impact. Like, yeah, you got to get those nice. uh, those uh, those deadfall hammers. Yep. At no vibration or kickback. Vibranium. They're, they're loaded with uh, steel shot, like tool. No, it's not. It's made with vibranium. 
Oh. Yes, it absorbs the impact. That could be uh, it. I, I don't remember seeing Stark Tech on there anywhere. Look closer. Maybe it's a subsidiary. That's uh, right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Craftsman, okay. subsidiary of Stark Tech. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. That could be it. We're on to something, boys. Uh-huh. Speaking of on to something, what did we see this week? Yeah. I know, I know. Jason has a list. I have a list, but it's we'll we'll, we'll get to Jason. <laughs> yes, you you're settled, ish, ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, hey, I'm loving this new uh, movie Madhouse Studio, man. Yes, yeah, this, this is a nice setup. Yeah, I, I, I do like how we put uh, Baby in the Corner over here. Exactly. No problem. As long as I don't have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, in that case, I'm still here. Pocket. I've actually got a lazy Susan on order to go under his chair, so when we get tired of him, we can spin him around. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yep. That's a You'll probably get him motorized, too. You just click a button. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Let's go. Forget turning the mic off. Just That's turn right. me away from it. I'll right? leave the mic on to hear the screams. <laughs> Wait till you see what speed I have it set for. Oh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> I need a young priest and an old priest. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into Jason's novel of a uh, movie watching, do you see anything? I did see something. We're not talking about that one yet. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember if I actually saw anything before that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I did. See, that's why I made a list. But I don't <laughs> seem to remember. I did. What did you see? I found a stash of movies at work. What? Somebody brought in uh, a bunch of DVDs. You work at a factory. Where Gosh. do movies come from? <laughs> the lunchroom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, I ended up watching uh, two piles of utter shit. <laughs> nice. And uh, one that was uh, not too terribly bad. Uh I watched the Friday the 13th Killer Cut remake. Okay, I still haven't watched that one. Uh, save yourself the trouble, man. But they're doing another one. That's Michael Bay behind those, isn't he? He's uh, uh, a producer or in association with okay. Michael Bay. And that... When I saw that in association with Michael Bay, I went, God damn it, Jason's going to blow up. <laughs> and there was an explosion. And I'm going... I am not disappointed or surprised at the very least that there's an explosion in a Michael Bay epic. Yep. And then it, it was just... It's actually on the wall behind you. I own that one. Now, oh. what I saw in that trailer for that, because I just haven't brought myself to watch it. I'm just not high on my list. But it looked like he was running at one point, And that's not Jason. Jason doesn't run. Oh, they, so, yeah, they humanized him. They did. Uh, yeah. So they... they they went the Rob Zombie way with Michael Myers kind of okay. thing. Uh, they talked about that. I watched the, uh, the the making of, and they had the writer. They had two writers. And they said, do we make uh, Jason uh, uh, mythical, not mythical, but magical, or do we ground him in reality kind of thing? So we thought, well, we'll just ground him in reality. And the very last scene, Fucks that up completely. <laughs> of course it does. I, it's just like, okay, okay. I, I, I was kind of in. I said, okay, I, I'm believing where you guys are taking me here. And the last scene happens. I went, fuck you. <laughs> I don't remember what. When so they they wood chip Jason's head. Oh, okay, yeah. Like just with the, the chain. Yeah, they they wrap they 
uh, the, the dude from Supernatural yeah. choked him out with a chain. They threw the chain in a wood chipper. Uh, Jared Padalecki. Yeah. So they're, they're pulling him into the wood chipper. It's chewing up the back of his head. Okay. Which would kill normal people. Yes. So in the pro- in the grand wisdom of uh, the guy from Supernatural... They decide to take Jason's body, the mask, the locket from Jason's mother, and they chuck it into Crystal Lake. And they're going, oh. Because that makes sense. Don't bother calling authorities or. They're, Jason killed all the police. All of them? All the, all the police in the entire oh, state, the, the only, country, planet? The only police that was representative in that movie. Jason Killer. The local sheriff. The local okay, sheriff. Go higher. No, no, can't. Now. Well, common they, sense. They, go higher. They have to now. But <laughs> calling a friggin' military. <laughs> so they, they, they throw throw all this ephemera into the magical waters of Crystal Lake and they're going, Oh, happy ending. All of a sudden, rah! Jason with the mask on, no damage at all. You know comes why? up through the, the dock. Uh, you know what you didn't see? What the those cocoon eggs? Oh, the cocoon and down in the bottom of the lake. That is the most logical explanation. Actually, it's close to that. He, that Jason is not Jason. Jason is in a cocoon at the bottom. That's the Phoenix Force. Ah, yes. That okay. So, now we're getting or, or Crystal Lake is a Lazarus pit. Oh, oh. yeah. See? Or. Or the writers are screwed. <laughs> That's the most ding, logical ding, answer right there. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> if we're gonna base it in reality. <laughs> well, so yeah, they so they had they had Jason running, and I'm going, eh, okay. And then they said, okay, in the in the old movies, they said Jason kept popping up magically his nightcrawler teleportation skills. <laughs> yep. And they said, okay, well, if we're going to ground it in reality, we need to have a reason why he would pop up all of a sudden on these places. Camp Crystal Lake is just fucking riddled with mine shafts. Hey, that's better than portal guns. I was expecting portal gun. Could <laughs> but you still have to physically move through the mine shafts. Yeah. Yep. And not like to mention go, technically like going this. down and then coming back up would waste more time. Yep. Exactly. But still. And then I said our there was one scene, one one of the kills that said I as soon as it happened, I thought of our good friend Christina with a C and her archery skills. This dude is on a ski boat and Willa Ford is wakeboarding topless and she Wipes out. Oh, I'll come back and get you. I said, thunk! Arrow through the head. Jason. Jason standing on shore has to be uh, 200 yards away. Is he a licensed combat archer? He is now. Did they give, <laughs> did they give him that backstory? No, they might have. It was neither confirmed nor denied. Yeah. Ah, got there it. You go. Yeah, so can't get sued now. That's right. But... <laughs> He's standing there. What appears to be, I'll, I'll, I'll be generous to say, a 50-pound bow. And he's shooting at a guy's head on a moving boat well, 200 yards away. Did you see the behind the scenes? I He was aiming for the girl. 
Oh. Yeah. Uh, she was in the water, so they must have skipped off the water. Yeah, he overshot. The magic arrow. That's the magic arrow theory. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it ricocheted twice before it got <laughs> <laughs> And it was pristine. Exactly. So. <laughs> Gotta love those magic arrows. Oh, yeah. And then the uh, the other steaming pile of shit that I watched was uh, Extract. Extract. Oh, that's oh. Uh, the. it's like a sleepy comedy with... Uh, isn't Ryan Jason Reynolds Bateman in it? Jason Bateman, Mike Judge did it. It was his uh, follow-up to uh, Office Space. Is Ryan Reynolds in that? No, I don't no. think he is. No, Jason Mila, Bateman. Mila Kunis is in that, isn't she? Mila Kunis, Jason Bateman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I watched like the first 20 minutes, and then I never came back to it. You did yourself a favor. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't into it, so. Like, I, I'm reading the... Uh, the the box there's there's screen this one it's funnier than office space I'm going, not what oh. i saw <laughs> i said all right i really enjoyed office space and this comes on and i'm watching it i'm going waiting for the funny to start and it's just like brutal absolutely brutal and i'm going they forgot to put comedy into this movie well wait but ben Affleck's in it it must be funny yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it's got it's got the lineup that it says it should be funny. David Keckner, like it, the, the lineup is there to be funny. Absolutely, it, it I agree. Bad. I agree with you one hundred percent. It should have been funny. Should have been funny, but it, it like I said it just it didn't fire. And then I watching the making of of it. Uh, they're the, going. Whoa, whoa, Mike, whoa. You watched a movie you hated and then watched the making of. I had a lot of time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I hated it because I watched it. Maybe they could justify. Maybe like there was a death and everybody was all bummed out about it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Everybody gets on the mic. Judge is a comedic genius. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm going... You're saying that because you want to be in another movie. And <laughs> yep. it was just like, oh, stop. It was terrible. The whole movie was just one bad joke. Yeah. The movie itself is a joke. Maybe yeah. that was the joke. No. If it was a joke, it was so sophisticated, it went right it's over an my Andy head. Kaufman joke. It's so deep. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's funny to anti- Mike Judge anti- Mike Judge only. Exactly. <laughs> It was one of those anti-jokes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You think it's... And then, uh, but it's not. Yeah. And I'm laughing. <laughs> then the last one I watched was uh, Hannibal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that follow up to Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Yep. much different from the book. Yeah. I said I ended up reading um, Red Dragon mm-hmm. and said I was kind of in that kind of mindset when I first saw Hannibal. I went... Okay, and I remember reading Hannibal, and I'm going, "There's the, they just lightly brush over everything in that. Yeah. That that's, The end scene with Ray Liotta, that was not drug out nearly as long as it should have been. Yeah. I've only seen the movies, never read the, the books. Um, now there's a TV show. Hannibal. It's just called Hannibal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Xander's, I think Xander's watching it. (laughs) Xander just started watching yesterday. Forgot the name, but I watch it. (laughs) No, uh, it was, it was like, it was fine. Like it was trying to be 
very thematic, like Silence of the Lambs was. And they should have reflected more to the book, and I think they yeah, would have done better. Yeah, well, I, that falls into the uh, the screenwriters going, oh, I could do better than this guy. Yeah, no, you can't. No. So, <laughs> yeah, I know Han- Hannibal wasn't my favorite of the of the three no. movies. No. Um, I four. Is there four? Hannibal Rising. Oh wow! I never saw that one. I totally forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Silence is the best one, in my opinion. Yeah, for the ones I saw. I, I really enjoyed Red Dragon, though. Yeah, I remember going to see Silence of the Lambs in the theater when it came out. Yeah, and you couldn't have shoehorned another person into that theater when mm-hmm. that came out. It was like hot when that yep. when Silence came out, and it was like. Everybody was shell shocked. Yeah, that was kind of the first movie that really went to the depths that they went in that yeah. movie. As dark as that movie was, that's one of the first ones, the mainstream ones, anyways. That really well, there was Manhunter, but that didn't do as well. No, I, I for the, for Manhunter, I think like the the original Manhunter, like way way back one. Oh no no Manhunter uh, with uh, what the crap Gil Grissom. Um, Oh, if only there was a website that you could in. If only. <laughs> Damn. We need to invent one. Yeah. That's what we need to do. I'll call it a database. Oh. That's a great idea. And it'll on, be about movies. You should put it on the internet. <gasps> internet movie database. Whoa. I think you're onto something. Okay. I got to see if I can copyright yeah, this right now. Go to GoDaddy. See if it's available. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, damn it. Somebody took it. Ah. William Peterson. There we go. That's it. 1986. Yeah. I never saw that one. I just either. don't think they had... Yeah, you have. No, I've never watched no, no. it. Yeah, you have. Okay. Did you see Red Dragon? Oh, same movie? It is the same movie. Yeah, okay. They just called it Manhunter. Yeah, William Peterson is Will Graham. Brian Cox is actually Hannibal Lecter. He was Lecter before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's a totally different Lecter. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Tom Noonan was Francis Stollerheide. Yeah. It's good. And it deals a little bit. It yeah. wasn't until Silence where they actually got right down and dirty. And... Yeah. Well, that's all I got, Jason. <laughs> oh, wait, I remembered. <laughs> what? I saw three movies. You did? Two on DVD, one in the theater. I went to see Earth to Echo. Oh, yeah. And? That was pretty cool. It's a found footage film, right? Okay. And uh, basically, it's three kids, four halfway through, and uh, their phones, their cell phones go all squirrely, and they suddenly show these, like, almost like a map line. You know, when they point it in different directions, it's like... Turn around, dumbass. Recalculating. And (laughs) their whole neighborhood is being sold to make room for this freeway that's coming through, a big intersection interchange. So this is their last night there. And they decide for their last night, they're going to go investigate this thing. So the one kid mounts a camera on his bike and takes, you know, little glasses that have cameras and they go after it. And that's where they find Echo. But uh, a lot of other stuff happens in the middle. And the way you're describing it, it sounds like Goonies meets E.T. You know what? That's almost exactly what it is. Except it doesn't have the Goonies aspect. Okay. It's just some kids. But it is. It's it's E.T. meets Blair Witch. Like, it's found footage. I know the one, they, the one kid in it, um, he, he's Astro, the, the rapper. He was he got a little bit of claim to fame from being on, I think it was the first X Factor, U.S. X Factor. He was, he, uh, like, I think 12 or 13 rapper. 
Um, but he his rap career did not take off. He had all this hype, but then he threw a massive diva attitude on the show. That's like almost idea. refused to come out and perform because people were hate or booing him or something. <laughs> something he said, and this is like a he's like Pat Best fourteen, and he's on this show, a talent show, and he almost refused to come out because I don't want to perform for people who don't want to hear me. Like I don't want to hear you ever. <laughs> yeah, that's Astro. That's Astro. He's the camera dude. That's yeah. Tuck. Well, that's that's where his first claim to fame was. He was on the Amer- American X Factor. Mm. <laughs> and Is that the one Simon Cowell? Uh, yes, he's the producer on that. Did and he go back stage and kick the fuck out? Oh, of his head? he. Well, <laughs> put it this, he got eliminated stage. the next week because <laughs> you know, people turned on him quickly. <laughs> Should have got eliminated that day. I don't know if he ever released an album. I know he did a guest spot on um, this British girl Cher Lloyd's. She did a song and he did a. You know, featured rap in oh, it. Okay. That's the only thing I ever heard from him recording wise. But I'm not huge into rap, so yeah. I'm just looking. I don't think there's any big names in it either. We saw the trailer for that, and my wife said, "That's Astro," <laughs> and I looked it up. It's him. <laughs> yeah, there's no real big names in it. Everybody's relatively unknown, except for obviously except Astro. He's huge. Uh, yeah. Creative genius. In his own head. Uh, <laughs> Young guy. Greatest thing since sliced bread. Oxygen. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> It was kind of cute, though. It's like I said, it's more geared toward ET. Okay, you know, Find, found footage though. That those movies don't always work for me. And Chronicle, Chronicle blew my mind. But I, yeah. the found footage stuff, I, I'm okay with it. But when they get too crazy with the shaky cam aspect of the found footage, that's when I just go like, oh, just and it pisses me off if there's no logical reason to be filming. Yeah, you know. Like in the marked ones, Paranormal Activity, I was watching that one, and there's your buddy flying around the room head on the ceiling, and you're still recording. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of the people are running. I, yeah. I'd either be tugging him off the ceiling or have my ass out the door so fast. You're on your own. There'd Hold be no footage. Good luck, yo. <laughs> Let me just hit. I'll record. call the cops. So, yeah, like if there's no logical reasons to record, it just. Yeah. Let me go find one, a priest. This one's not bad. <laughs> Because a lot of the stuff where you wouldn't normally record, they have stuff sitting out like he has the camera on the bike and he has the glasses, cam, stuff like that. So yeah. it makes it more logical. So Okay. The other two I watched, I watched 300 Rise of an Empire. Oh, I went to go try and find that at the Red Box and it wasn't there yet. No? No. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> not I as still... good as the first. I saw it in the theater. <laughs> oh, there's one of his list. Yeah. No, no, I saw it in the theater. No. Oh, okay. I still, <laughs> I remember you just came out. <laughs> Of the theater from seeing it, I get a text goes, I want to spread to kick somebody so bad right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's her name? Artemidas. Uh, Eva Green. Artemis? Yeah. No, no. Artemidas. Oh, sorry. Yes. You put the accent on the wrong syllable. Ah. Um, yeah, she kicked butt in there. And that, wasn't that sex scene awkward, though? Yeah. Most violent sex scene you'll ever see in a movie. Yeah. Because the they're beating the crap out of each other. While they're fucking. <laughs> I have to rent this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the other one I saw was uh, Three Days to Kill. Kevin oh, Costner. Oh, that? That's on my list. I like that. <laughs> it's a Kevin she... Costner movie I liked. Yeah. Oh, well, he did have that resurgence lately, so. I think what it was is he didn't sound like him. 
No, they run it, through it, a, it was definitely a different role that I've ever seen from him. Yeah. Would they run him through a Pee Wee Herman filter no, or something? No. Or? Part of the story is he's dying. So he's got ah. this cough and he's always talking like this. Yeah. He's always, you know, like, always a little rough. You know he's not 100%. It's very, uh, it's, it's a really good kick butt action like spy assassin movie, but it has this like family drama kind of thing going on in it. My favorite part, okay, uh, he's trying to reconcile with his daughter. So his daughter takes his phone, sets up a ringtone. Yeah. I love it. By a kind of pop, right? I love it. <laughs> so he's in the bathroom. I am not surprised you know that. <laughs> he's in the bathroom <laughs> of his house that yeah. now has a bunch of immigrants living in it. Squatters. Okay. <laughs> took over his apartment. They took over his apartment. <laughs> he's in the bathroom and he's got this guy tied up on the toilet. He's getting ready to interrogate him. Oh, that was on the trailer. Was it? Yeah. I think it was. The phone yes. goes off. This is my daughter. Talk to her. Tell, tell, like tell her your mama's recipe for spaghetti. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So he's telling her, and she goes, oh, I don't want to take up your time. And the guy's going, no, 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 all the time you need. <laughs> minute hang up the phone, I'm dead. <laughs> so it's got stuff like that in it. You That's know? Amanda Heard in that one? Uh, Amber Heard is in it, yes. Um, Not his daughter. No. The daughter is, oh, shoot. Amanda Heard. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I blame no, Jack. His, yeah. his, his daughter, it's going to bug me because I've seen her recently in something else. Haley? Oh, that's the Stanfeld, one. Stanfeld, right? Where, like, She's uh, True Grit. The young girl from True yeah. Grit. He, yep. he picks her up from the school and there's somebody in the trunk and they're yes. rumbling around and he stops. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Trying to have a conversation with my daughter. Boom. And there's a nice recurring joke where he, he bought her this bicycle oh my and God, she the, won't ride it. The purple bike. It's a purple bike. And he keeps dragging it everywhere he goes, trying to get her to take right. this bike. And he's riding it himself at times. Even when he's being approached for this contract for the whole movie, yeah. uh, I'm not leaving without the bike. <laughs> so he's, oh, it's great. It's yeah. It, I really enjoyed it. It's very okay. weird, very quirky. It's not. It's not very not linear in action and drama. It's really takes some odd little twists. Okay, cool. And it's like nothing Kevin Costner's done. So I think I enjoyed it because of that. I'll have to look look forward to that. Violent sex scene from 300 and quirky Costner flicks. Yes. <laughs> we should be like our radio station, the five-word movie review. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> considering that uh, it's been three weeks for, for me here, I've got a long list. <laughs> and maybe five words would do. I'm going to go take that nap. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will try and power through them real quick. Just little quick comments, okay? I did finally see A Million Ways to Die in the West. And? Loved it, loved it, loved it. Hilarious. Rob, I, what? Oh, sorry, dude. Seth MacFarlane, I'm telling he's he's a great leading man, a great kind of, I don't want to say deadpan humor, but he's not, he's not, he's not slapstick. He's not. Everything else going on it's, around him is slapstick. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep flashing back to the NPH uh, oh. gunfight. Yes. that's it. I, That whole movie was really, wow. really okay. good. I think we talked about this before. Who are the uh, poop and fart jokes are always gold. Yes. And this one is just... Uh, so it, far over the top. It's got a few. <laughs> the black shits. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, out of morbid curiosity, I checked out Legend of Hercules. It's That's, not It's not the one with The Rock. This is the one starring Kellen, starring Kellen Lutz. Okay. Not bad. Do you know him? I actually have a cousin named Kellen Lutz. Okay. He was in uh, 
his claim to fame is in, in oh. Twilight. He's a werewolf in Twilight. That's his biggest okay, how about claim something to fame. I would have watched. Okay, <laughs> I saw another movie with him. I know I talked about it on the pod. It's called Arena. It, where he it's a he gets he gets thrown into this gladiator combat thing. Oh, it's a weird movie. It's not great. It's it was okay again. This but, one was okay. Yeah, Effects I, were could have been better. I I got to bust into your list. I do remember I watched your you talked about a quirky one. Yep. Uh I finished watching Human Centipede 2. What? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> no. I can't bring myself to even I I said I watched movies. the first one out of morbid curiosity. Then on Netflix I went, "Oh, look, there's a sequel." And at some point in time I started watching it. So when I was going through Netflix before and I went, "Oh, look, Human Centipede 2." And I clicked on it and it started up where I left off from the last time. And I went, "Oh, I tried this before." <laughs> <laughs> And it was terrible. So, oh, I did see one more too. Uh-huh. Rebel without a cause. Is that oh, yes, the James Dean one. James Dean. Capital Theater was showing that, wasn't they? they no, it was at the Cineplex. Oh, is, really? Is he a new oh. actor? What's that? James Dean, the new actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's just fresh faced. <laughs> fresh faced. Yeah, yeah well, he'd be really fresh if you dug oh, him up. Wow. Now. <laughs> 19, 1955. <laughs> But he was like it was it was part of their classic movie series, and I I wanted to go see it, and like I, I heard so much about it, and I felt so much teenage angst after coming out of there. I went, oh. I think I, I posted something on Facebook said nobody gets me, You're tearing me apart. <laughs> see, I haven't seen that one. I've seen the sequel, Rebel Which, Without a Clue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where's that comedy flag? <laughs> oh, I'm waving it. <laughs> Insert laugh track here. Yeah. I need a laugh track. Damn it, I need a laugh track. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, look what you've done. <laughs> uh, next on the list, um, Saving Mr. Banks. My, yeah. w- my wife and I finally sat down and watched it, and it was enthralling. Um, Emma Thompson yeah. playing, uh, I can't even remember the author's name. Okay, the author, the author of Mary Poppins, Mr. Banks. You really got to hate her. Like I, <laughs> damn it! I shouldn't have said anything. No, you shouldn't, but you did. Yeah, I, you know, you really and until you because it it intersplices what happened in her life as a kid, yeah, and where that's her inspiration for writing Mary Poppins. You really get to hate her because she's just. So adamant <laughs> against this film, she braces. They're trying to make it work. They're trying to, and she, you really get to hate her. And then in the end, when she finally comes around, you know that she's gonna love it, and everybody does. It's a classic, you know. But it takes a long time to get there, and that—that's what engaged me about this movie. It's just like Titanic. We know how it ends. Yep. The one I, thing I did like about that one is. When you're watching the movie and she sits down to start the negotiations, yeah. are you recording this? Make sure you record everything we talk about, right? So prim and proper business. At the end, during the credits, they actually play one of the tapes that she recorded. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Cool. And Tom Hanks, for not having seen a whole lot of uh, Walt Disney footage short of what you saw on the, the TV show they used to do and whatnot, he, he seemed phenomenal as Walt Disney. Oh, he didn't like, even watch the footage. He said he didn't want to try and be Walt Disney. Uh, well, he did a great job. I, 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 I bought him as Walt Disney, and I know it's Tom Hanks. 
<laughs> Sorry, Amy. <laughs> Studio audience so, just keeps uh... the Oscar hype behind Saving Mr. Banks. Absolutely worth it. Really good movie. Really good. Right. And just watching their process for writing some of the songs and stuff. Really, really good. I liked it. Okay, this next one, I have to give a shout out to a coworker. He does listen. He is Ooh. a listener. His name's Colin. Nice. Oh, um, and I'm supposed to inject here because I was supposed to give him this nod a few weeks ago with our issues scheduling and all that. He's, he says it's his fault because I got uh, got connected with a Scotsman because he's from Glasgow. Oh, okay. So you mess with a Scotsman, things get messed up. So it's his <laughs> fault we had issues. I agree. <laughs> Audience? I, I guess I can blame my issues and Colin as well then. Right. Audience? That's what we're supposed to say. <laughs> The audience agrees. <laughs> yep. There's a little pause there. They weren't sure. So at, at Colin's suggestion, um, he recommended this movie called The Fifth Estate. Okay, whoa. If the Scotsman caused problems, why are we listening to suggestions? I, I listen. I work w- with the guy, and he suggested it, knowing that I'm a Benedict Cumberbatch fan. Oh, so you okay. gave it a good honest watch. I, I did, and it was a really good movie. It's called The Fifth Estate. Well ben- played. <laughs> Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch as Julian Assange, the uh, creator oh, of WikiLeaks. I did hear about that one. A really interesting movie. I knew next to nothing about WikiLeaks. I've heard of it. I know they, you know, they leak government yeah. documents or whatever. Woo-hoo. I didn't realize to what level. So to... This portrayal, I don't know how accurate it was. I can't, you know, it's based on a book. I, it was phenomenal. And Cumberbatch, the character, like, I don't know Assange. Very weird. What's his name? Who? Oh, Mr. Cumberbund? Yeah. Laugh track. Thank you. The neatest thing, though, at the end, it starts... It starts showing this, uh, like oh, the words in howdy. 2011. They released this many, this this many documents and blah blah blah, and, and then it cuts into more Cumberbatch as Assange being interviewed about their, their his notoriety and whatnot. And then they ask him, "What do you think about a WikiLeaks movie?" And he goes, "Oh, that'll never work." <laughs> <laughs> he just starts ripping how this it will never work as a movie. <laughs> Thank you, audience. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, Three Days to Kill, we already <laughs> talked about. I went on a bit of a Statham double bill. Um, I watched Parker. Oh, okay. The one that he did. Uh, oh, was that the night you went out? He was watching Parker? No. <laughs> Parker's Ooh. your kid? Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that without <laughs> Parker, typical Statham, you know, heist movie has to go after revenge kind of thing. It's got some really cool action. It's if you're a fan of Statham, you'll like this movie, yep. hands down. Homefront is the other one. James Franco. James, James Franco as a villain, as this crazy redneck villain. Mm-hmm. It worked for me. I I I liked him as a badass redneck. I remember seeing the trailers for that and. It did look interesting, but it wasn't interesting enough to actually go to the movie theater and watch it. No, so. no, it would, DVD. No, not, <laughs> yeah. not a theater watch, but it's a worthwhile. It's a worthwhile home watch, definitely. Yeah, so you yeah. probably download it on PlayStation again. Another good one for Statham, but Franco works as a villain. He really did. Well, you look at Franco, his body of work, and you expect one thing, and then when he throws a curveball like that at you, yeah. you go, "Oh," and he like he just. Open up a new avenue for uh, him to work in. And now, mm-hmm. now what's he doing? He's about to start a world war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. We can talk about Franco. that later. <laughs> what war is he starting? Okay. Oh, you didn't hear? No. 
Oh, God, yes. Wait a minute. Now I did. The North Korea one. The interview. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't even come out until October, and it's got all this hype. I can't believe he took offense. (laughs) (laughs) Like they were talking about, they said, if... If this offended him, he should have really been pissed for Team America. Uh-huh. So. Well, that's a different guy. See, that was his dad in wow. Team America. Still. His dad is a huge movie lover, though. Noted. I don't know. Kim Jong-il loved Hollywood movies, especially the big budget, budget blockbusters. Like, that was he's all into that. So he wouldn't have had a problem. Oh. But Un doesn't have that same Sense of favor. humor? Yeah, exactly. Il Un. So many places I could go. It's a Korean thing. (laughs) Oh, did you hear? The North Korean national soccer team won the World Cup. Really? That's what they're reporting to the people in North Korea. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Okay. uh, Not a funny joke. (laughs) Oh, this. Keep going. You got ten more. No, I got about seven more. Um, I'm going to skip this one. Come back to it. Mr. Holland's opus. What? My son... That's from 1912. What are you doing, dude? My, my, my sons both are in the band, the concert band in school and whatnot. They yeah. love music, and they heard about it. Guy, I tracked it down. It still holds up for me. It is a fantastic movie. If you're a fan of music, of bands, but just to watch Richard Dreyfus, this is one of Richard Dreyfus's best roles. If just, we're going to pull up old movies, I watched From the Earth to the Moon. 1909. Oh, that oh. where they they shoot the the, the, the rocket, rocket into, into the, the moon's eye. eyes. Yes. Okay. You know, never uh, heard of it? Really? Never heard of it, dude. What? It's it's iconic. Every everybody knows that picture of the moon with the bullet in his eye. That's from the I've Earth to the Moon. Never heard of it. What? I don't know why, but I've never heard of it. Okay, wow. I seriously can't play it because it's a silent freaking movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> This next 11 minutes but, of silence is dedicated to George Milius. <laughs> I watched it, so it's on the list, okay? Okay. And you said you didn't it, watch it. It holds up. Yes, it, no, Mr. Holland's Opus. We're not talking about that anymore. I am. <laughs> next on the list, another old one, because it was one that we talked about a few months ago, and I finally broke down and watched it. Actually, Xander started watching it. He walked away. I finished it. The Outsiders. Oh, okay. Not what I expected at all. Yeah. Not at all. I, you know, it's supposed to be about these greaser tough gang. Yeah. Uh, they did not look tough. I think the Care Bears could have kicked the crap out of them. <laughs> um, and while it was interesting to see these young stars and then knowing where they're going to go with their careers, yeah. Yeah. that was cool. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, and I don't want to offend anyone, but that movie had way too many. Don't do it. <laughs> that movie had way too many homoerotic overtones. There was it just it made it awkward for me. Wow. You know, they always say people watch movies, they see what they want to see. Absolutely. It, it made Dude. it awkward, I'm telling you. You only saw what you wanted to see. No. His, his, this guy's probably favorite scene in Top Gun was probably the volleyball mm-hmm. scene. No. Look at the ice, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, so <laughs> no. I feel the need. No, <laughs> All greased up, not a speck of sand on him on a beach volleyball. No, if I'm going to appreciate a beach off. volleyball scene... <laughs> <laughs> there's only one movie. There's only one movie that comes to mind that I enjoyed a beach volleyball scene, and that was DOA. <laughs> that whole uh, movie's a beach volleyball scene. Well, yeah. DOA. Um, and now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. 
That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past to relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. I finally watched uh, 21 and Over. College comedy, old high school friends getting together again. I am unfamiliar with it that. It came out about a year, year and a half ago. He took one bite oh. before he even put it in his mouth. He's like, I don't like gays. Yeah. <laughs> so the mushed up one is because... Half chewed. Um, Pre-chewed. Pre-chewed food. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's all... Alrighty. Well, thank you. So just be careful because well, there might be bones. Thank you. Hey, no worries. Now <laughs> we cut to Christina with a C's favorite part of the show. <laughs> Eating on microphone. Yeah. <laughs> well... And we're just going to interrupt for just a second. This is because my son went fishing for the first time yesterday, Mr. Eight-Year-Old, and caught himself a gargantuan pike. 
And when he says gargantuan, he's not kidding. No. He's like uh, Godzilla meets one of the things from Pac Rim. Yeah, it's kaiju size, definitely. Yes. Uh, so. Oh, but what did you catch, Rob? <laughs> Shut up, Jay. How's that, how's that boot tasted? <laughs> I caught an anchor, I'll have you know. <laughs> sure, it was the one we were using, but I caught one. Ah, that's pretty tasty. That's because uh, basically I was cast out my line. I ate not long ago. I'm. You're not going to eat my son's fish? Okay. Long, straight, pointy things. I had that figured out. Okay. Keep going. So, That's so right. Kate, uh, craft services provided by Cam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I cooked it. <laughs> Yeah. And Christina with a K. So 21 and over. Uh, came out about a year and a half ago, I think. Uh, it's just college humor, like old old high school friends reconnecting for a party night. Uh, of course, the Asian friend, he has the big interview of his life. His dad won't let him miss it, no, but he gets not. trashed. And it's them trying to find his house. Oh, it's like- I predicted how they were going to find his house the first time I saw it. it, it so it's relatively predictable. But if you're a fan of like over the top drunken college hijinks, it that movie will work. It's it's funny. It's got some pretty funny moments, especially what the they do to their comatose night. friend. <laughs> He's starting his own. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Another one that Tally uh, finally wanted to check out, and it is one of my all time favorite movies. Catch me if you can. Oh, DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Just mm-hmm. watched it just the other day. Two of the. Favorite things of Christina with a C. Mm-hmm. Leo. Oh, yes. Leo. <laughs> but Tally's. So I think we should sit here and <laughs> talk about all the best Leo movies um, while eating the fish. Yep. Okay. Topic's over. <laughs> that should make her happy. <laughs> but catch me if you can. Definitely a watch. If you've never seen it, you should check it out because it's a pretty interesting movie. And it's, you know, based on a true story. Yeah, they probably embellished, but. We'll no. Truth, but what? A Hollywood movie. movie is embellishing a true story? Get out of here. <laughs> when the fries are done, do you want some? Um, fries? No, thanks. I'm good. Just taking orders uh, here, people. Uh-huh. Um, Why don't you want to eat? Okay, these last two, I'm just going to... Because I ate recently. I'm full. Like, oh, am I ticking you off? Is that what's going on here? No. Mm. These next two, I'm just going to fire out quick because they are, Apparently again, older sucks. movies. But they're some of my favorites. I just had to rewatch. See, Galaxy Quest? Now. No. I'm trying to figure out the pod. I don't know what we're at for time, but... We've got oh, we got time. No takes way. a lot of time. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. The, oh, okay. uh, the Tim Allen. Uh, Alan Rickman, Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney yeah. Weaver, yeah, it, it, it it's never funny heard of to it. me. It's the, because just knowing that it's ripping on the Star Trek phenomenon. Is that a bone? I love that movie. Don't I can wa- I can watch it over and over again. And uh, don't, don't eat that one either. So just when he's fighting the the, sorry, the what, Rock. What movie are we talking about? Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Uh, Greg Knack. <laughs> Greg Knack. <laughs> the Rock. You know that. At that, that whole movie, Alan Rickman. It's just, wow. It's Alan Rickman. It's Alan Rickman. <laughs> I'm not going to say that line again. <laughs> By Crabdar's Hammer. Don't eat that one either. The Rock was in that movie? No, Alan Rickman. Rock was a the alien thing. The little cutesy aliens. The Rock played turns... the alien? <laughs> I don't remember that. Maybe oh. I haven't seen this. Jay's glad to be back. Mm. Yeah, I am, actually. <laughs> I, I, as much as I'm 
kind of sort of hating you right now. My I'm, wife I, is nice to me. I'm glad nice to, be to be back. back. <laughs> and then one movie that I've I can I could pretty much watch this movie every day and it just always put a smile on my face. Clerks. Actually, <laughs> no. Does Dallas. No, not a Smith film. Surprisingly, <laughs> Grandma's Boy. Yeah. I just, don't judge me, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff and uh, the Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> What's uh, high score mean? Did I break it? <laughs> yep. Just, uh, I can watch it over and over again. Oh, yes, it's stoner humor, but I don't. She got just, the Frankenstein weed. <laughs> the Frankenstein. <laughs> drive, monkey, drive. <laughs> She's definitely trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. And JP in his Matrix outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's much, that, that's a fun movie. How much how much do clothes cost in the Matrix? Uh, you know what just, she did? She took them out of mine, put them in yours. I wondered. It looked like a freaking voodoo doll when I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So, are you done? I've one more that I oh. skipped over because this Damn. is going to have some conversation because I'm pretty sure you've seen it <sighs> recently. Right. The Raid Two. I haven't. No? Seen the whole thing. I, I because I haven't rented a movie in a while. But that kitchen fight that I oh. posted up on the, the Facebook page, like I'm just watching that one. Damn It's that is probably the most brutal scene, but the whole movie, it's it's a lot longer than the first one. Yeah. It's about almost two and a half hours. <laughs> a lot more story. So the pacing goes fast slow. Fast slow. But yep. it works because the action they more than make up for that slow pace in between. It's it, it and it takes it takes off right from the end of the first one. Yeah, and there is apparently going to be one more, but it's a few years down the road. Oh, yeah. the director wants to take like four years to do other things. <laughs> Everybody's get over his PTSD. Yeah, basically, everybody's healing now. <laughs> I, this is a little spoilery, but the scene before the kitchen fight, because there's these this badass assassins that show up. Spoilery is that a word? Yes, it is. It is. It is in movie parlance. Spoilery. Parlance is that a word? Yes, it is. Wow. Whoa. We leave Maloney reads a book. Look <laughs> at this. Funkin' Wagnalls. Please contact the movie Madhouse. But there's these badass. Funkin' Wagnalls. Hey. Funk. Funkin' Wa- Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Neither did the audience. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so the they're all busy texting. Oh man, this show sucks. Oh, <laughs> there's this group of like three badass assassins that are brought in, and they have their own. They they fight their own way. This like oh, I saw I one chick I saw. that he uses two hammers. Yeah, so it beats it beats the uh, old boy fight scene because she's using by two. one hammer. Oh yeah, two hammers and a subway car. <laughs> I did see that trailer. Two hammers, twice the impact. Another an, uh, her part. One of her partners. He uses a baseball bat. An aluminum baseball bat with baseballs. Oh. With, like, dead-on precision. Uh, uh, and then there's another guy who used these. Uh, actually, he's the, the one in the ki- in the uh, the kitchen scene because he uses these, like, hooked blade things. Yep. Okay. Well, he's fighting the, the hammer girl and the baseball bat guy in the hallway before the kitchen. Oh. And naturally, obviously, he wins because he gets to the kitchen. But it's how he walks away because the girl gets taken out and then it's him and the baseball bat. The bait, he knocks the guy down. He's down on, the, sitting on the corner by, against the wall, and then full on swing to the face. And as he's walking the way, the baseball bat is still sticking out of his face. <gasps> oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that done in you, a movie before. Okay, this right here, this right here, and I was wrong. It's called a Journey to the to the Moon. Journey, yeah. 
Okay. You've never seen this. I've never seen this. This is the most, one of the most boom. iconic movies. They fire the gun. This is a big... Oh, there it goes. Big honking gun. They fired it. Then you get to see... Oh, wait. I guess they haven't fired it yet. No, no. She's lighting the fuse. This is 1902, too. I was wrong. I yeah. Wow. Yeah. Lighting the fuse. That'll get you to the moon. Absolutely. Boom. Boom. There's the smoke. Okay. Now... Good luck. You see... Oh, here comes the moon. Here comes the moon. They're getting closer. They're getting closer. The moon's going... Hey, Earth. How's it going? Uh, what I'm is just that looking thing? down at you guys. Is what? that a rock? What's oh, oh motherfuckers! What? <laughs> Shot me in the eye. <laughs> You've what? never seen that? No. Wow. <sighs> you failed. Yeah, yeah. I oh. feel like I have. We were hot. <laughs> you know, there's this funny thing about the cooking process. <laughs> Makes things a little warm. Oh my god, that's hot! <laughs> I just told so, you it was hot. Yeah, but I didn't believe you. So the raid to. <laughs> Freaking brutal action flick. You got to check it out. Absolutely. Got to. Okay. Okay. There's only one other movie that I have seen, and we've all seen it. Clerks. Clerks 2. That we saw together. Oh. Clerks 3. We've watched a few movies together. World War Z. World War Z. Oh, that was me and you. You were there. I was there. I remember that. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Today, this episode is my one year. Really? <sighs> this is my one year being a part I of the show. called in sick on the wrong episode. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey. What? You know what? Oh, you, well, oh. Take your shots. Take your shots. I've, I told you. It's, I've made it clear. I accept my role as punching bag. <laughs> Little joke. It's, part, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, I, I, I'm going to take it a little bit real, but I want to thank you guys again. This is, this is a highlight of my week. To do this stuff, so I appreciate it. This has been a great year, hmm. and you know the movie, working on the film—that's just a dream come true. And what film? The the short film that you know, oh, yeah, which yeah. yes, what we do need to sit down for a table read because we will be okay, filming. dude. It's one or the other. We either sit down or we read. I can't do both. <laughs> He's not a multitasker. Wow. <laughs> it's not in my contract. All right then. All your scenes will be standing up. Got it. <laughs> Damn it. I screwed myself there. <laughs> Where's the laugh track now, Don't, fun boy? No, that's not funny. <laughs> Don't forget, you have a shower scene. Oh. I don't do those sitting anymore. <laughs> I only did that once when I was young and I needed the money. <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't talk about it, though. No. Didn't We're you? not talking about it. <laughs> okay. So, you know, about that movie Quit we watched. Bringing it up. About that movie we watched. What? Oh, you know, it had some monkey monkeys. Moon. Yeah. Monkey moon. Monkey. I don't. Where did monkey moon come from? Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. Monkey Moon. Play, I, nah, nah, I don't nah. get it. I don't. <laughs> they get it. <laughs> Only because you're staring at me. <laughs> Well, I can't reach over and click the mouse from here, so. No, is there a, a reference to that in the old one? No. No? No. Oh. Was, I, just something made up? I found it intriguing that through that whole movie, <laughs> you, you just got, all you got out of it was you wanted to go home and pick insects off your kids. I don't get it. <laughs> but see, I don't find out why that was so interesting, because he does that anyway. I don't know what the movie had to do with that. It just reminded me I needed to do it again. Oh, oh, yes. oh it, was, okay. it was like, uh... 
Careful. Laughing <laughs> myself in the face with a microphone. He's mad. Christina's not there to do Oh, wait, that's not you. That's you. <laughs> she's still going to get me one of these things, yeah. even with this new setup. Uh-huh. That's why he's on the outside. Well, why the mic stand goes over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. There's monkeys in it. Okay. Gary Oldman's in it. Gary Oldman's a right dick in that one. Yeah. Yeah. The guy um, who th- technically shot the first ape, mm-hmm. okay, that one guy, I don't know his name. I know I've seen him in other things. He always plays an asshole. Yeah, he's one of those character actors that... Uh, he's, he's typecast as the asshole. Yep. <laughs> and it works. My, my nitpick with that movie, Koba, Koba watches them shoot the gun. Koba does not watch them reload the gun. Yeah. We have... Movie guns worth the never emptying. I did notice that. I did notice there was not a single reload during that entire sequence of events. Yep, it's an alternate planet, and they have developed. No, 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 no. Because why is it not an alternate planet? Why? I asked. Because Heston sees the Statue of Liberty. You blew it up. And the humans do reload, just the monkeys don't. Heston's not in this movie. It's based on. Based on. Yeah. He was there. He was there. He just didn't see it. In spirit. Yeah, in spirit. When that truck took off out of the forest, if the camera had stuck around for two minutes, he would have come out of the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Mm -hmm. All in all, though, I thought it was a fantastic movie. Oh, some of the imagery. Like when... uh, after they they shoot that first ape, yep. and they all just come up on the ridge. Yeah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And it will be at one of the biggest travesties in the Oscar history oh. if Andy Serkis oh. does not get noticed for this. Okay, I don't I, care I, motion capture or not. Andy Serkis deserves nomination. Deserves has nothing to do with it. I I know this. <laughs> I I accept. I know. But damn it. <laughs> Andy Circus needs proper recognition for that role. I'm hitting the dollar store. If you guys want to chip in with me, they have these little trophies. It says number one. I think it's a buck and a quarter. I'm going to send it to him. Okay. Yep. That's probably sure. the only award he's going to get. <laughs> he did. like his, his acting as Caesar in that, it was phenomenal acting. I am, I'm not as passionate as you about... Burning the academy down if Andy Circus doesn't get a nomination, <laughs> but he deserve like he does deserve recognition for the fine work that he does, mm-hmm. motion capture or not. That said, his the emoting that was on Caesar's face, okay, like it is Circus emoting under the capture. Well, even the body language, yes, like when. He stands up to Koba that first time. Yeah. And, like, he just puffs up and went, wow, okay, I'm backing off. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it, I just, he just, he was just so phenomenal. Yeah. Now, Tally went and saw it last night, and he had one nitpick that, and I didn't catch it, but he felt that the dialogue on the human side was clunky, like they they would awkwardly pause for no reason in a lot of the dialogue on the human side. Yeah, the the apes slowly, progressively through this movie, they were speaking more. 
because a lot of the choppy speaking and sign language initially. Right. And then progressively, they're talking and they're talking. They're talking more. because the humans don't understand it. Right. But the, I didn't notice it. Tally felt yeah. that the, the dialogue oh. of the humans was choppy and they, they paused awkwardly and whatnot. I, did you notice anything like that? That's the way Gary Oldman talks at the best of times. Yeah. So that some of the dialogue um, with the the main human. Um, yeah, I don't know his name. I, I can't remember. It it did seem a little clunky. Okay. So but it, this did, we're not there to watch those. No, guys. the humans were the side characters in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, like um, the end scene where. Uh, he tells Caesar he's got to leave, yep. and you see him fade back into the shadow. So I said, oh, "Okay, that's simple storytelling. Man's now fading away, and yep. this is the time of the apes." Mm-hmm. And it's just like, "Okay, it was ham-handed the way they did it." But it's like, "All right, you got your point across." So, mm-hmm. but I liked, I really liked it. The visuals. Uh, the visuals alone yeah. can carry that movie. Like, And I forgot to introduce myself properly for this episode. Because Okay, I stayed to see if there was oh, bonus scenes at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> I Googled it. I Googled, and I found this website that called aftercredits.com, and it said there was. Well, there wasn't. Okay, now, unless they're counting, after all the credits, a, a screen pops up, and you're hearing monkey noises and whatnot, and a screen popped up saying something about 15,000 apes were saved because of proceeds from this movie, or something like that, right? I don't know if they count that. There's no image. It's just a graphics, a graphic. That's it. So I don't hmm. know if they're counting that, but there was no bonus scene. Damn it. Okay? <laughs> I mentioned that, and Mike says, well, maybe Cineplex cut it to get people out of the theater. And I started to believe him. <laughs> so I forgot I was gonna not, I was gonna introduce myself as Jason Gullible Bayshard. Uh, all right, Mr. Gullible. <laughs> I think uh, how the I think it ended up was uh, how'd you find that out? I said, well, I just made it up. So. <laughs> as he as I get the message saying he made it up, I was googling it. <laughs> what I didn't notice because um, there was. Uh, there wasn't a lot of people in the theater when we were there. No, but it was a four nice. o'clock in the afternoon show. That was really cool. Yep. But there was uh, two people from my work there, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't show, they have been working? Uh, he got they started at the same time I did, so they were done at three or whatever. Oh, so two they o'clock skipped or, like you. I didn't skip work. Of course not. That's what we're selling everybody. Jason did not skip work. <laughs> totally punched out on time. Absolutely. I did, and then I was almost I, uh, okay. What trailers <laughs> did I miss? <laughs> I, I I missed all the trailers except for the Exodus one, the the Bale Moses story, whatever. Were there any other cool trailers? Turtles and girl or Gone Girl. Okay, what, the, the turtles. I interested? am not interested in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles any goddamn more. Okay, especially if they're Ever. aliens. Yeah. Okay. It's just like he Michael Bade the fuck out of that remake <laughs> and it's just like yeah oh look explosion oh, explosion explosion oh, exploding gonna... turtle oh <laughs> give it time <laughs> okay and the other one was gone girl 
Ben Affleck, his wife has gone missing, and he's supposedly probably behind it, but he isn't. And oh, okay. Is it a sequel to that Gone Baby Gone? No. No. <laughs> oh, I know Affleck was involved with that, and no. I didn't know. Maybe it was connected? I don't no. know. No, no. Okay. No, no. So I didn't miss any major trailer. No, not really. Okay, it's cool. Turtles. Um... Gone Girl. I think that's it. Exodus. That, Exodus is the one I came in on with Bale, and it's Moses. And all I could think was, oh, it's this year's. It's going to be the next Noah, yeah. the next biblical epic film. Wow. I think that's it. There was only three trailers. I can't think of the. Uh... No, that was it. Yeah, that if was, there that was, was it. they weren't very memorable. Okay. I'll nope. just leave it at that. Cool. <laughs> uh, that was. I, I did not want to miss trailers, and I was rushing though. So, well. Jumping into the news, then. Okay. By the way, one hour. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, three weeks to catch up, dude. <sighs> I expected it. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> so pick and choose or brush over your major stories. That's the best thing to do. What's the most important stories? That's what we should look at. Anything to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a short topic. Hey. <laughs> that's rude. Where's the laugh track? Quick, click, no, click. I refuse. Stop punching the microphones. I, I'm not used to this setup. <laughs> Normally, it's up higher above me. <laughs> oh, uh, like a Lemmy setup? Basically, yeah. <laughs> that's Can it. you sing Ace of Spades? Ace of Spades. Yep. <laughs> what was that? What are you looking for? Uh, this. <laughs> if this, why isn't this coming up? What? Because you broke the internet. Way to go! There we go. There we go. I thought the baby monkey was the cutest thing. ever. Oh my god! Yes. Yes. When it comes crawling over uh, Carrie Russell, climbing over her back. Is that Carrie Russell? Yeah. What? Holy fuck! Yep. <laughs> Yeah, when it climbed over her and then went over to the, the sun for a minute, you know, yep. that was pretty cute. Then the shotgun. Yeah. That, again, ass. the asshole. What an asshole. But the, the, the main thing they were trying to go with the, where, where the movie bench led. pressing. Wow. Yep. This is one of the first images of Superman from uh, S versus B. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'm betting he probably saw the picture of... Uh, Affleck and said, um, yeah, I better pack on a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Somebody get me some steroids, stat. <laughs> you see. know, when you're going to go up against a gorilla, you need to be imposing yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Well, see, this is, this is my Superman that I expect. I, like, I like a Jim Lee version of Superman. That, uh, the first debacle. Um, Man of Steel? Yeah. Well, no the uh, the first movies. Um, Christopher Reeve. No, the, the uh, next one, Superman Returns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We that, tried to forget that one. Oh, yeah. The Brian Singer debacle. Yeah, the Singer debacle. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> that he was too small. There was yeah, Brandon Routh. Brandon there was Routh, something yeah. about him recently. I can't. Remember, I can't remember what it was. Something about Brandon Routh. He's going to be in another superhero movie. Oh, actually, there was talk of him in this one as a Green Lantern, possibly. No, I don't think that was. Ah. Ah, I don't know. Yes. Oh, the Weinstein Company uh, opted out of Clerks 3. Now, Kevin Which... hasn't mentioned what he's planning, but he said from the get-go, if they turned it down, he was going to do it himself. Yep. So 
fine. Maybe we'll finally get it next year. Uh, maybe no, 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 because he's got the those two other movies. Yeah, he he's got to finish the True North, the True North trilogy. Yeah. Tusk comes out soon. They start filming on Yoga Hosers, yeah. the the second one. And then Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws will be part three. And yes, just as it sounds, it will be a send up to Jaws involving a moose. In the prairies. <laughs> yeah. So apparently he went into the Weinsteins with a six million dollar budget. Yep. And they said, No, 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 not too much. So too much. Yeah. But they offered <laughs> distribution. Yeah. They'll distribute it. They just won't produce it. But yeah, so that one is uh, interesting. Really quick, our top five. Oh, box office top. Let's five. do it. Yeah, number one, no surprise, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Not Monkey Moon at all. Monkey Moon, seventy-three million dollars. Really? Only, it only has ninety-seven million to go. That, I'm a little disappointed in that number. I thought that would be a higher number, considering Transformers is at sixteen point five. Mm. Oh, it's slam dunk number one, but I expected yeah. it to break $100 million yeah. for the weekend. I, I thought for sure that was uh, easy. Well, Transformers did 100 Transformers did 100 on its opening weekend. Yeah. So I thought for sure. And mm. now, that, and that, and it's, I've actually heard a few people who've seen Transformers, they say it's actually a decent flick. For Transformers? Found the Transformer. No. They're saying it's a decent flick, and you don't have to have seen the other ones That's what, to see uh, this movie. My ex went to see it last night. And she said the same thing. It puts the it puts the Autobots and or sorry Transformers in a whole different light. She said. So I'm actually kind of intrigued now. I, I might, am too. I don't think I'll go, but I'm going on Tuesday. I'm yeah. Go. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. You do it. No. Do it. You can't make me do it. Look, it's my Batman voice. I don't you care. Need more gravel. Sorry. More gravel. Do it. No. More, more gravel. Do it. No. I said do it. No. That's my. How to Train Your Dragon voice. <laughs> I'll go see that one. Watch the movie. <laughs> Actually, I still haven't seen that. Damn it. I got to go see it, too. Uh, I think I'm the only one left in my house that hasn't seen it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, Tammy was number three with uh, 12.9 million. That's the Melissa McCarthy flick. Yeah. Yep. 22 Jump Street, 6.7. Still up there. And How to Train Your Dragon with 5.8 million, rounding off it at 152 so far. Now the budget's 145, so they're making money now. Yeah, well, and that's geez. just domestic. That's not even global. Yeah, exactly. I I would it would have been more surprised if they didn't make money See, because that franchise is a bank, and and they're saying that it's what do they call it? The Empire Strikes Back of the yeah, of, of the trilogy. trilogy. Now Transformers is one million away from meeting its budget. So, so far, it's, it's two hundred nine million. The budget was two ten. So tacking uh, global, it's easily surpassed. Budget. Oh yeah, okay. And Tammy has surpassed its budget. Totally, it's made fifty seven million. Budget was twenty. Uh, twenty two Jump Street. The budget was fifty million, and it has made one hundred seventy one million. <laughs> wow. So yeah, they're doing very nicely. Oh, Earth to Echo is number six. Oh my God, uh, it's only uh, made twenty five million. Oh, it's very oh, low key. Oh, oh. Go to the bottom. <laughs> we got to check in with that uh, Aaron, Aaron Ryan. Yeah. Aaron R. Ryan. <laughs> Supermensch, the legend of Shep Gordon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's playing at six theaters. It made $2,300. 
for a grand total of $202,000. What? Yes. <laughs> That's number 62 on the list. Wow. <laughs> Which is weird because 79 is higher. <laughs> what the hell? That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it hits 26, it looks like, and goes wonky. <laughs> they lost count. Yeah. I figure ah, after 25, no one will care. <laughs> well, after 16, it seems to just stop, and then you just throw things in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's somebody's uh, creative writing course after that. So Yeah. But, yeah, that's the lowest intake for the weekend is 2,300. Hmm. <laughs> I think the numbers might be based on gross. That could be. And then they put them in order of what they made that week. Ah, okay. Hey, that's still better than that one with Aaron or Ryan that oh, made 80 bucks or something. It's $170. 17 uh, people. <laughs> Come on, Mom. It's my movie. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go. Take Billy. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, Don Cheadle starring in a Miles Davis movie. Oh. As soon as it comes up. There it is. There he is as Miles Davis. First images emerged of Don Cheadle's Miles Davis biopic featuring our first look at Cheadle as the legendary jazz musician. And Cheadle is like one of the best actors out there today. Belt. So that That's doesn't surprise big me. Big honking belt. Not as big as my belt, though. Oh, yeah? Oh, the champ is here. <laughs> Wonder what belt you were going at. Hmm? I said, I wonder what belt you were going at. Yeah. Bet Affleck squirms in new trailer for Gone Girl. Oh, don't play it. You've seen it. Well, whiny boy hasn't. I ain't whining. Sure you are. This? No, we're not listening got, to the commercial. No you ain't got munchies. Ain't got no cheese to go with that wine. Random. <laughs> Okay. I thought my break from reality was. Uh... <laughs> there we go. Jason's passing cryptic. Uh, uh huh. It's like one of those uh, number uh, stations. The cheese is moldy. <laughs> the cheese is moldy. Four city halls right have just been hit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone told us and told us. Marriage is hard work. Not for me and Nick. As you all know, my wife, Amy Elliott Dunn, disappeared three days ago. I had nothing to do with the disappearance of my wife. I have nothing to hide. Sammy got friends we can talk to? No, not really. You don't know if she has friends, you don't know what she does all day, and you don't know your wife's blood type. Just being a good guy. So I don't know what my wife does all day. Well, I don't know really my wife's blood type. All I'm trying Wait, to do I don't have a wife. Be nice to so the you wouldn't know her blood type. To help find Amy. I will practice red? These red count as a blood type? I wonder. But I could it's not wrong. green. She's not Vulcan. See that kind of not blue. She's not Amy's a horseshoe crab. Kind of girl who attracts admirers. We well, recognize him. To bring her back. I'm hoping you can tell me what this means. You solve Amy's treasure hunt? You seen this girl around here? Yeah, I remember her. I know you. I saw you at the volunteer center. I wanted to help. What's your Patrick Harris? She wanted a gun. We are all scared, but we are all here now. I feel like something to be jettisoned if necessary. I feel like I could 
disappear. The hallmark of a sociopath is a lack of empathy. Amy lost a lot of blood in there. Then somebody mopped when it you're up. standing in front of your white's missing person poster, found, do not smile at the camera. I realized I am frightened of my own husband. I would show you, as if you're doing a deposition, what to say, what not to say. A trained monkey? A trained monkey who doesn't get lethal injections. She's going to eat Tyler you alive. You assaulted her? It's not good enough for you? I hit her? It's not even close. Absolutely not. I never... Ah! Here's your boy. Is involved in the disappearance hey, boy. Here's your boy on there. That a murder weapon? They're only home. This is going to blow the hobbit out of the water. <laughs> Tell me, how was your marriage, Nick? Are you asking me if I killed my wife? Man of my dreams. This man of mine may kill me. What about my son, Nick? This man may kill me. In her own words, this man may truly kill me. You ever hear the expression, the simplest answer is often the correct one? Actually... I've never found that to be true. I'm still not interested. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'll admit it. It, it. it intrigued me. Go give it a good honest watch. I yep. will. I absolutely will. Maybe not in the theater, but I will. <laughs> it's only because Tyler Perry's in it. Okay. So. <laughs> which one of these is not like the others? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey, fingers off that. We're a lot closer now. <laughs> I'm going to have to start paying attention. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> if you notice, I backed away. <laughs> I do not like how he said that. Whoa, whoa, whoa what the uh, hell am I seeing there? Uh, no, up one more. Up one more? No. That? No, not that. I knew all about that. I, I listened to his dead. podcast, damn it. Yes, Kevin visited the Star Wars set. Transformers G.I. Joe crossover could be a possibility. Well, yeah. Dude, they're in comic books. Yeah. yeah. What? Let's That's see totally what this real. Says. These are documentaries. Yeah. Crossover, nothing. This is just combining Well, stories. you know what? Logically, it, okay, it's, they're, they're going to be horrible. It'll be a horrible film, but... It'll make uh, you know about forty trucks lo- loads of money. Written so. and directed by Michael Bay. Exactly, <laughs> a three-hour explosion. Wait a minute. The first three Transformers movies were GI Joe meets Transformers. That's basically what Demel De- and uh, Tyrese were. They they did cross over in the comic books, and the Joes actually killed Bumblebee. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, I want to see this movie now. <laughs> And can we, can Shia LaBeouf be sitting in? Oh, that would be awesome! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Did you? Oh, I, I read the news. Um, Guillermo del Toro, uh, Hellboy three is not ever going to happen. Boo! Yeah. Boo! Yeah. <sighs> I read that. I was okay, like, that oh. sucks. I was yeah. heartbroken when I read that. Yeah. No <sighs> kidding. You know who's probably the most heartbroken though? Perlman. Yes. <laughs> Now that Clay's dead, that's all he had to hope for. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he said he, he he did talk about that. He goes, "Yeah, I'm totally up for it." Yeah, except the guy that makes them. Yeah, okay. forgot to check with that guy. Check this out. The third pleasure. I hope so. If enough people see this, I have a lot. We have a lot of ideas for the third movie. Third um, purge I'd like movie. To tell a story about the revolutionaries. I'd like to tell a story about the first purge. Number purge one was after five years. Purge two was after six years. So it'd be fun to see the first time the purge happened. So there are a lot of places we could go with it, and I hope we get the chance to do it. What can we expect from Paranormal Activity Five? You can expect 
a ton of answers. We had a lot of conversations about the mythology in, in Paranormal. And one of the things that I was happy, there's a kind of a group of us that gets together and develops each one of these movies. And there was a decision that a lot of fans were tired of only getting little snippets of information. So we're going to answer almost every possible question that one could have about the mythology and paranormal activity. And during that time we were developing, someone said, uh, well, where are we going to do for paranormal six? And happily I got, I got the room to agree that we would worry about that later, but I don't want to think I did. I wanted to kind of apply the same philosophy to the first movie that we did to the fifth, which is let's make a great movie that answers everything. That's really good and go from there. So that's what to expect. The devil did it. I, I can answer what to do with paranormal. Six. <laughs> don't make it. Yeah. End it logically. Whatever you do. Nope. Just end it logically. No, they can't because it makes money. I sure they can do something else. <laughs> Come on. Well, Mr. Smith, Kevin, got yes. to visit the set of Star Wars 7. Yeah, yeah, his story of how that happened was pretty funny. Well, it says here he probably signed an NDA, like non-disclosure agreement, the size of the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something tells me he didn't uh, just magically forget to sign that one like he did for that Prince project. <laughs> oh, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> there was a lot of people there making sure that signature was on that. He tried NBA. to convince them to bring, uh, let them bring uh, Muse and Garmin with them too, but they said, uh, no. <laughs> Could you imagine Muse? Muse couldn't keep a secret. For he would be snapping pictures and Instagramming them instantly. Look! <laughs> this is what I'm seeing. <laughs> oh, there's even rumors that Mark Wahlberg's going to play the $6 million man. No! Hey, okay. As much as you might hate that, I, that's... That sounds a little bit better than the rumored years ago Jim Carrey $6 million man production. I would see that one. Really? Yeah. At least it would be funny. Unintentional or not, it would be funny. Uh, I, I I would take Wahlberg over Carrey. I no, want a serious I, no, no. $6 I, I got you. I got you $6 million man. Jason Momoa. Sure. Okay. <laughs> or, 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 or Alexander Skarsgård. Yes. <laughs> yes. Give him some work. True Blood's over. Yes. <laughs> Almost. Uh, apparently, Batman versus Superman is going to have four other villains besides Lex. This is a rumor. Uh, first up will apparently be Gotham villain Victor Zaz. Yeah. He's right. just I'm familiar with him from He's the books. A, that'll be the introduction to Batman. Zaz yep. doing something. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Yep. And then Luther's underling Morgan Edge and David Kane. I don't know who they are. Nope. Nope. Report claims that Senator Amanda Waller. No way. Oh, nice. She's had a suicide squad, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. And that would be a nice touch. Get suicide squad in there. You can you could probably fill that up with a whole bunch of like uh, C and D level uh, guys. Yeah. And just have. Well, there you go. You have the suicide squad. Suicide squad go after Superman. A Superman pacifies them and I air quote that because I didn't want to say Superman kills them because Superman doesn't kill let alone the quarter of a million people that are killed in <laughs> yeah. Metropolis uh, they also have a rumor that Doomsday may be in this film what? yes um, I'm going to say that's going to be a Thanos like appearance at the end of Avengers yeah. Yeah, yeah. leading to Man of Steel th to Doomsday yeah, yeah. 
I can see that. Rumor comes from a, a source that says they've they've seen some uh, character designs for the villain. Yeah, it'll be a pop up at the end, maybe bonus scene in the credits to tease the next Superman standalone. Aftercredits.com give you that scoop, did they? No, that's <laughs> my prediction. I hear they're pretty accurate. Yeah. No, they're not. They lied. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. All right, here. boys. We've got to oh. wrap it up. Oh. You got one more in you, one good one. Um, Make it count. Ooh. Well, three. Mr. Del Toro Two. plans on working on a black and white creature feature. No. 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 Hey, if, if, if we got time, it's up to you. I mentioned uh, checking out the trailer for Frank. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you want to or yeah. not. It's it's your call, but it's... You know, I would, but I just found this red band trailer from Lucy. Ooh. For which one? Lucy. Oh. The red band trailer. This is the next movie I'm most likely going to see in theater. Yeah. Got a gun in my pocket. She totally wants him. Dad. Best part uh, about this trailer? Right, right. All hey. the dialogue that people to. She just shot everybody at the table and ate their sandwich. That's rude. Oh, wow. Holy cow. You don't eat a man's sandwich after you shoot him. Uh oh. Holy crap. Did she just take that bullet out of she her head? She did. She's. Hey, speak English? No, no, no. Ah! You speak English? Yes, yes. Take me to the hospital now. That's not even a red band trailer. That's just a scene. Yeah. Damn. I I already knew I wanted to see this movie, but now even more so. That was actually a scene right out of the movie. Yeah, that was good. Yep. All right, wrap okay. it up. Plug City. Plug City. Plug City. CK Cosplay, May 9th, still coming up. 2015. That's right, because <laughs> the May 9th, 2014 is passed. That's right. Can't go there. No. Jay, you got anything? Yes. Uh, oh. Now, this will be, uh, I will be having this posted. I got to figure, I got to figure out how to work that Facebook thing. <laughs> uh, we, uh, so I will throw <laughs> it out now. <laughs> We will need cast. We need extras. We need bar people for Sunday, August 24th at the Jazz Bar Chatham. I should be recovered by then. Order of King and Third. You just have to sit um, on a bar stool. Oh, okay. I got a stand. That's right. Damn it. Uh, we're looking for an 11 a.m. start. That early? In the morning? No, that's My the agent window. did not negotiate this no, for me. If he did, he is fired. 
Okay, fire yourself then. <laughs> I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or talk to the other producer. Be in my trailer picking the green M&Ms out of my bowl. <laughs> you missed that. Go talk to the producer. <laughs> what? Go talk to the other producer. <laughs> uh, that's the time. That's the time the location's given us. So that's what we're gonna aim for. So Sunday, August twenty fourth. I will get something up. Uh, I may make a Facebook page and stuff for it to make things more official, like. But that's uh, what we're looking at for the bar scene. It's uh, one of the biggest scenes in the movie, and yeah, we need no bar shit. folk. Fucking page and a half of dialogue. I know. I got like three whole lines. Yep. <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you got the big inspirational speech. That's what I mean. A page and a half of dialogue. <laughs> Could hey, be interesting. It's, it's pretty much the, the the pivotal scene of the movie. So pivotal. pivotal. Next to the chicken. <laughs> the, the chicken has got oh. some notoriety. John Muri has stolen your thunder. Well, oh, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I don't know if I have grounds to sue, though. No, you don't. <laughs> Didn't think so. What thunder did he steal? They had at the last GWN show in uh, Hamilton, they had a you, you bring it, we swing it match. Basically, it's a fans bring the weapons match. And they had a big tub full of various and wonderful objects. And in the tub... Was a rubber chicken the identical exact, to the rubber chicken? The used exact in the film. rubber chicken you squeeze in, it makes the the honk <sighs> noise. Honk noise. Yep. John Miori saw this, fell in love with it, and stole it. <laughs> Went on a road trip with it. It looked like. Yeah, he he took it with him to uh, Ottawa for some shoots. Well, I think we better talk to my brother in the movie because the big dog found another chicken. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yes, we were at Dollarama. And there was a chicken similar to the one in the movie, except it was wearing a bikini. <laughs> and he really wanted to get it. Should we try and do a reshoot? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I could work it out if you want to do a reshoot. Oh, no, no. This is for future beatdowns. <laughs> oh, there isn't any other beatdowns. Oh, there might be if the big dog pl- says it. Yeah. In the background of the bar scene, he, they could be whapping somebody. With- <laughs> I'll just. That, that he could just be standing there. We're going to work it out. With the chicken slapping it in his hand. After, as he's taking a drink from his juice box. Yes. Yeah, see? Okay, we'll try and work it out. Yeah. What do you got to plug? I got GWN Pro Wrestling Simcoe, Ontario, July 27 at the Legion. Uh, that's a Sunday. I believe bell time is one thirty. Are you de- defending the title? Defending my belt. Who's your victim this time? Against the silverback, Sean Brown. Oh, Team Tapout explodes. Yeah, explodes. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. I said, basically, I'm going to punch him in the face really hard, and he's going to punch me in the face really hard. And, and one of you is going down. Yes. <laughs> I, you you actually believe that I would lose. Uh, I, I've seen I've seen the silverback. i it could be a tough fight. I'm sitting right it's a tough fight. here. Hey, I, I, I'm pulling for you. close enough to it's shut off be, the soundboard. He's going to be a challenge. I'm just saying it's going to be a challenge for you. You know what? Even if you think it, if you're in a room with someone, they are going to win. <laughs> Especially if you're in a room I'm with someone. The, I'm trying to be logical forget, and a realist. Logical, in the corner over there. Logic uh, will get your arm broken. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're going to tear him uh, That's yeah. better. See, there you go. Rip, rip his leg off and beat him with it. That's Better. There, yeah. there we go. <laughs> He's a slow learner, but he learns. <laughs> Some kids. Well, let me see. Uh, kids? Well, yeah. Jeez. 
I need that. You have me by a couple years. I need that lazy Susan now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to wrap it up. No, no, coming up May 9th, 2015, CK Cosplay. We already did that. Yeah, Yeah, but I want to do it again. Oh. Two plugs. That's right. Remember, they got a big space to fill. <laughs> That's right. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's, it's worth two plugs. <laughs> two plugs. All right. So, <laughs> another week of the week of Madhouse has been Mike, Jason, and Rob. I will talk to you later. Bye bye. See ya.